This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 1354, Adventurous Band 9, Speaking Part 2 Answers. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you'll hear a band nine sample answer about a flabbergasting experience Aubrey had at Universal Studios. We'll share feedback with specific details about why this answer would score so highly on IELTS. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, my friend, Aubrey. How are you? I am great. I'm excited for this because we teased something that happened to me recently in the last episode. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you all the details today in a band nine sample part two answer. This is the, oh man, Aubrey told me about this story uh, before we recorded the last episode. And we did, we did mention it because it's such a cool story. Um, not cool, like, yay, I'm no. glad that happened. But I found it extremely entertaining. And I'm like, Absolutely. this would be the best part to answer. So, guys, today you're going to get to hear this amazing story. Um, and we'll talk about why this answer could be a band nine. So definitely stay tuned for the whole episode, guys. Um, because after Aubrey gives her model answer, I will point out the reasons why it would score so highly a really a real insider look here with my examiner knowledge yes and if you missed that last episode where we teased this you're probably not following scroll up don't miss it it was 1353 but also hit follow so that the episodes drop right into your queue you're missing yeah. a lot of great tips and vocabulary and strategies if you're not following the podcast Seriously, this is stuff you cannot get anywhere else, guys. On Tuesday's episode 1353, synonyms for use in speaking and writing, we touched on so much that would change not just your grammar score, but your vocabulary score, your pronunciation score. So definitely go back and listen to that episode, guys. Um, okay. So just just uh, just an overall little little just little spark notes summary. The story is going to be about a recent theme park experience that Aubrey had at Harry Potter World and why and how she felt sort of exploited into spending too much money. But here's the interesting thing, guys, and this is such an amazing takeaway from today. This one story could be used to answer so many, so many different speaking part two questions. Exactly. We started brainstorming some of them. Of course, like describe a time that something really surprising happened. Describe a time you were disappointed. Describe a time you went to a theme park or amusement park. Mm hmm. 
And also describe a child you know, because what two of your children feature in this story, right? So remember, guys, it's all about how you connect the story to the topic. So here, describe a child you know. You'd be like, well, you know, honestly, when I saw this topic card, the first thing that came to mind was this really recent experience I had with my two twins. And so I am going to talk about this story and you're going to hear all about this amazing time that my two kids had, right? So you're just exactly. connecting the story. Or also, what about if the question is describe your favorite movie? How could you connect this story to that? Exactly, right? I could for sure talk about Harry Potter first mm -hmm. and then maybe talk about how the books were ruined by this experience, right? <laughs> for each of these, or maybe describe a book you've read that you'd like to read again. For each of yeah. these, I would adjust my answer some to make sure that I'm directly answering that question, right. but then I absolutely could use this story for lots of intonation and mm -hmm. details. You could use it for so many questions. Exactly, exactly. So guys, remember that um, just trust yourself, right? When you have one minute to plan for speaking part two, you read the topic, just what comes into your head, right? What comes into your head? Any story, any memory, any image, as long as you connect it directly in the beginning of your answer, as long as you you narrate your thoughts and you say why this story is gonna answer this question, how does it connect directly to this topic? And then just go into the story, right? Exactly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so I'm I'm playing examiner here. Remember, guys, I was an IELTS examiner for 14 years, so this is a comfortable role for me. Um, <laughs> so I'm the examiner, and Aubrey is the IELTS candidate. Okay. Um, all right, Aubrey, I would like you to describe a time that something really surprising happened. Oh, I was absolutely flabbergasted just last weekend we went to universal studios in hollywood and it was a glorious day the weather was perfect just chilly enough to keep the crowds down so there were no lines we rode all of the rides the transformers ride was my favorite there was so many fun things to do but i really had a surprising experience in harry potter world because they have they're sort of marketing geniuses i guess you could say because they have created out of the film out of the books um an experience for children where you're in the wand shop the bookshop and a, a wand chooses your child so my husband went in with our son and he was chosen there were probably 40 people in the room at least 20 children and a lot of them were dressed like harry potter with the robe and the all of the garb but my kid was in jeans and a t-shirt and they chose him anyway. I felt so bad with all the crestfallen faces of the other children, but my son was thrilled and they, they have the wand sort of choose them. The magic doesn't work until they pick the right wand. And so there he is with the perfect wand for him. And then they exit you through the gift shop and let you know that 
this wand that your child is now tied to forever, could never put down, could never let you not purchase, will be $80. And before I realized that, because my husband was with him, I took my daughter, because they're twins, they're both nine years old, into the same room. She also was chosen among 20 children with their extreme disappointment. And came out and we realized that you know it's going to be $160 for to purchase these wands for our children who don't really care about Harry Potter, haven't read the books, haven't read the movies, all these other children and I realized that's how they get you because they were not choosing the children dressed up assuming their Thank parents you. would purchase Thank them you. a wand anyway. It would be so hard for me to stop at 2 minutes. I'd be like, "You have to hear the rest of the story." <laughs> I am so happy that you got to tell that story. Um, you know, like, honestly, as an examiner, if I heard someone tell that story on the exam, um, it would be so hard for me not to comment, like, because examiners can't comment. And even then, like, I was trying so hard not to react because we, right. as examiners, we can't. We're not allowed to react. That's why it's can be so off-putting to candidates because you're telling right. this like crazy insane story or talking about something that is bananas and the examiner's just like stone-faced giving like, you nothing no emotion right so sure. it's kind of weird but anyway that's crazy okay um, but here is why that amazing story would uh, score so highly. So first of all, pronunciation, of course, definitely, guys, this would be a very useful episode to mimic, right? Um, where you listen to five to 10 seconds of Aubrey talking, pause the episode and copy what she says out loud. Some students call that shadowing. So same thing, mimicking, shadowing. Um, and then I also want to make a grammar point here. At some points in the story, you might have noticed that Aubrey switches to present simple because there is a use of present simple called the historical present, where we're telling a story that happened in the past, but we use the present simple to make it more immediate to the listener, right? To feel more sort of in the story. So like, <laughs> when you're describing um, how your son reacted, right? And you're like, so there he is. He's tied to this forever, right? And you sort of switched into the historical present there. And then when you go back into the chronological details of the story, you switch to past simple. So I do want to highlight that um, high-level manipulation of verb tense there because students might wonder, oh, can I use both in a story? Yes. Mm. Yes, you can. All right. Now, of course, band nine for vocabulary, right? First of all, <laughs> Aubrey said, absolutely flabbergasted. So flabbergasted is like shocked, surprised, beautiful day, glorious day uh, to describe the weather. And then of course we get all that very specific vocabulary when she's like telling the details of the story. You're creating an image, describing, I don't know if you could hear the icy branches against my window. Um, mm -hmm. You could describe the kids when you talked about their robes. And then you said the garb, right? Garb is a very high level word for clothing. Um, and then instead of saying disappointed, you said their crestfallen faces. 
<laughs> so good. Um, so all this really high level band nine vocab, but then we still sound natural because at the end, Aubrey, <laughs> you're like, and that's how they get you. Um, <laughs> instead of saying like, that is how they manipulate you into spending $160. You're like, that's how they get you. So again, guys, the, the mixture in tone is very natural and in so many ways for so many reasons. That's why Aubrey would get a band nine in all four categories. Oh, it's so useful when you provide this feedback, when we provide the feedback, because it's one thing for you to answer a sample part two at home, but to not hear feedback from an examiner about what that would score and exactly why it would score that, it's not quite as helpful. So I'm grateful mm -hmm. we were able to do these sample answers here and let you guys know exactly what would make them high scoring. That's so useful. And then we get to share crazy stuff about our lives. I think that's one of my favorite things about our model answer episodes, guys. If you've if you've missed any of our model answer episodes, you're missing out on some uh, great gossip about me and Aubrey. <laughs> so definitely, guys, hit follow right now so you don't miss any amazing IELTS advice or amazing insider peeks into our lives, hit follow right now. Um, and remember to go back to Tuesday's episode, guys, episode 1353, synonyms for use and speaking and writing, because that was a fantastic vocabulary episode. Yes. Awesome. Absolutely. And we will see you guys next week. This was really fun. Glad Sounds I got good. to share my crazy experience with you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> All right, guys, you guys have a great weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.